0: Okay, so last week, I started speaking to you, um, this year, our relationship with Mary 360 is titled, part one is titled, Love Hospital. Love Hospital, and under part one, I'm talking on Love Meter, measuring the health of your love life. And I established last week that having a good love life has effect on every aspect of your life. If your love life is healthy, it affects. It gives you a healthy body, gives you a healthy family, gives you a healthy marriage, gives you a healthy professional life, gives you a healthy academic life. So I believe, I believe strongly that we need to be able to commit to building healthy love life. Our anchor scripture is from 1 Corinthians 13, 3 to 8. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. From here we are looking at 17 prescriptions for a healthy love life. 17 prescriptions for a healthy love life. Eight, love is the greatest need of every human being. And... Uh, Love, whether it is romantic love or it is family love, whether it is love by parents to a child or it is um, friendship love and other things. It is one of the greatest needs, if not the greatest need of the human race. And that's why you must make sure you invest into it and then you can receive very good love. So last week we looked at one, love is patient. And then two, love is kind. Today I'll try and look at four more. There are 17. I'll try and look at four more today. Or probably five. So let's begin for today part two. Love does not envy. Love does not envy. Love does not envy. Let me show you how envy develops, how enviousness develops. It develops by you comparing yourself to others. By you comparing yourself to others. And then, from comparison, it goes to covetousness. That from covetousness it leads to competition. I've said to you that everybody is unique. And because we are all very unique people and wonderfully and fearfully created by God for a very unique purpose, God also gives us unique opportunities. Your husband married you because you are the most unique thing God created for him. I married mommy because mommy is the most unique thing God created for me. In the same way, you are married to that man because that man is God's uniqueness for you. Now, if you do not celebrate the person you are married to, and start doing comparative analysis, now there's something we call transferred enviousness. This is why then begins to happen. Now you begin to covet somebody's wife and somebody's husband this is where you begin to fight and you try to make comparison go and see how this man's wife is taking care of husband is taking care of him go and see how this person's wife is behaving in the house and look at you and look at you see now enviousness is built up from comparison and then now you begin to covet. now you wish that that woman you are comparing to your wife will be your wife. That man you wish that that man were your husband. Now you can come to that level of covetousness that when your husband is sleeping with you, you have to picture that man. Or your wife is sleeping, you are sleeping with your wife, you have to picture that woman. You can come to that, it's called transferred enviousness now you begin to now envy that woman that has that husband or that man that has that wife and because you are not able to define your emotions you transfer that enviousness to your husband or to your wife are you here with me another way we envy is also from that same comparison etc etc there are some women who will compare their brothers and their 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 husband's sisters they will do those comparisons and become envious of their husband's sisters and transfer those enviousness into the marriage and they begin to fight There are some men who can even be envious of their wise brothers They see the development of the gentleman They see And you see When you start doing comparison The person you are comparing yourself to When the person begins to succeed And becomes better than you You feel failed And anything that reminds you that you were a failure You hate that thing so there are women here whose husbands are fighting their brothers for no cause. I'm telling you, for no cause. You are dating a guy who cannot stand the sight of your brother. And you still feel that, oh, you will go ahead and marry that person. It will hurt you. It will, it will bring. Listen, let nobody push you to a point where you have to make a choice, if you're a woman, between your brothers and a husband. Any relationship, any marriage that is forcing you to do that will kill you before your time. There are some choices you can never make. No woman should force you to choose between your sisters and herself. If she came into the marriage with her own enviousness, her own competition spirit, she should die with it. Don't be forced into some... You see, there are some spirits, eh? West cannot deal with them. They need deliverance. For those who are already married, there's nothing you can do. We have to pray for you. Like I keep saying, if we kill the pig, you eat the pork. But those who are now planning to marry, keep this at the back of your mind. Your boyfriend cannot stand the sight of your brother. Your brother is young, he's purposeful, he's making it. What he cannot even stand is when you are talking about your brother and the things he's doing. He gets angry. Your girlfriend cannot stand the sight of your sister. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like her, I don't like her Why don't you like her? Tell me why you don't like her She can't just say, I say I don't like her Why? So I have to explain everything to you Now it is even more dangerous If the spirit of envy is not between the couple Now you can find a husband Who cannot stand The progress and the development of his wife Yeah, men like that, they feel threatened. They cannot, they cannot stand. They cannot face, they cannot face confident men, progressive, confident women, progressive women, women who are committed to developing themselves. That's why some men will force very intelligent women to become housewives. I'm telling you. Some men are so, so authoritarian that they cannot stand the fact that you are becoming independent of his control that you are no longer asking for money to buy pad, and that you are earning money now you are no longer asking for money to go to um, the salon. you are not buying your own things they can't, and they will make sure that they break everything you have to do to develop yourself. Mommy once taught the women's fellowship in church on how they should save money. How they should save money. And it says, I was giving an example that sometimes I saved money without the knowledge of bishop. And then anytime bishop needed money, like when we were buying this place, Mommy had some money that I didn't know. Very big money. And she brought it to me and supported me with it. So she was giving that advice. This stupid woman now goes home and tells her husband, Hey, mommy is teaching us to hide money from you people. Then the husband says, We are not going to that woman's fellowship again. Any man who is threatened by your independence is a dangerous man for your love life. Are you here? Any boy you are caught in who is telling you, Give me your... Stop... Uh, Going to school, give me the money to go to school. And then when I finish, I, when we marry, I will also help you to go to school. Why wouldn't you say, go to school, finish the school. And then when we marry, help me to go to school. Because you have this chauvinistic idea that I should be the one in charge. You are the head. But you may not, not be in charge of every aspect of the marriage. There are certain places where your wife should be be- is better than you. You must allow her to lead from there. The best leaders don't do everything. If you come to a crab business now, even in this church, I don't do most of the things that go on because there are people that I have trained, developed and built. This year, for instance, mommy is doing two masters. Because I told her, listen, I can't, I can't be educating myself. I don't want you to be in my shadows. This year, she's doing two masters at the same time married i've been educating myself educating myself i said no we are in our 50s now if we keep procrastination we will never become and i've created a pathway for her to become anything she wants to become in my businesses are you here there are also women who can be envious of their husband's progress sometimes they are envious not for themselves but even for their brothers Hey, they've got, they feel that the way my husband is developing is embarrassing my brothers. Are you here? This is a demonic spirit. It's not good. Anybody who is envious of you is not in love with you. Because love does not envy. Listen, there are people who are generally very envious. Yeah, hey, generally very envious. They take it everywhere, in every way in their office. Anybody who is other than them, they are not talking to them. Certain people cannot be in a group where they are not the one being celebrated. I'm telling you. You belong to a certain group. Or even certain departments in the church. When you see people who can challenge your authority. And questions of these are coming in. You find them out. Because you must be the only one who has the financing. Then they do it, and then they take it into relationships and into marriages, and they want to control and have the financing. Life is not like that. Life is not like that. I have a team I talk to, in the, and the more I talk to my team in the office, are young guys who joined me from national service day some came to my office with ssc and now they all have masters and they have done the work i delegated to them they have done it they have become masters of it masters of it they know it more than i do so if you are in my office one of the things that will bore you is how often i hold meetings i hold meetings regularly regular meetings, long meetings because it allows me to learn from people that I trained who have become better than me in certain fields your ability to let go certain authority you have is a reflection of how confident you are in life if you can let go if you can share your authority and share your glory with somebody you love then you are not in love with that person Your desire for everybody you love, is that if you are up there, you want to draw the person to come up with you. I met some young guys who told me years ago, that when women become rich, they become arrogant. I see when men become rich, they become humble. Are are you here? So don't don't carry your insecurity. Sometimes your insecurity, you will make it a rule. And you want everybody to obey that rule. Love people who want to grow with you. Love people who want to share their glory with you. Not people who are competing with you and want to suppress you. Are you here? Are you here? Love is supposed to be the sweetest thing that will ever happen to you. If it's coming with certain packages like competition, run away from it. Are you here? Celebrate the person you love. Push the person you love up. Get the person out there. Let everybody feel, like when I talk about money, it sounds like she's the only person doing the right thing in marriage, in the marriage. I am making a contribution, but I don't blow my my own trouble. I celebrate her for what she's brought into my life and into the marriage. Are you here with me? Do you understand? Good. Now, the next thing about love is this. I'll be speaking from here, so please uh, work with me. So love does not boast. Love does not boast. Now, let me show you a scripture. Proverbs 14, 23. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Now, let me start from those who are dating and courting now. I want to redeem you from a guy who will lead you to poverty. People who talk more than they act. And they talk big things but do little things. You are dating a guy for five years You should have finished university national service by now or a degree And the guy is still giving you promises Of how he's going to buy a house in Dubai In your name Five years of buying a house in Dubai in your name And has not bought anything Has not even bought a plot of land in Abokobi. Oh yeah him buy a plot of land in a bookbi or or um give me some villages in a Dodowa. You buy let him just buy a quarter plot in Dodoa. Then you can believe that this guy can buy a house in Dubai for you. Are you here? And he's not talking by faith, though. He's a mere talker. He's smith. She's that we like, have is He's smith. The guns will say a wear Do you understand? A And His words are sweet. Oh, even me as a bishop, eh, I had people who were telling me they had first degree when i was in the university when i was in the university and then i started master's program and you know the way i love people to empower themselves so here is me inviting people that you you told me you had a first degree come and do masters Uh, uh, uh. so why would you tell me you have a first degree if you don't have why listen people that have a sense of inferiority lie about themselves in order to boost their ego even those who are boasting about truth to make you feel useless don't fall in love with them how much more those who are boasting about lies if the boasting is lie it's a serious thing if the boasting is lie it's a very very serious thing now come and talk about how dangerous lies. If you find out that anybody you are dating has ever lied to you, be careful. It doesn't make sense for a husband to let the wife feel worthless by boosting about yourself, boosting about your sisters, boosting about your family to reduce the person's family. To not—that is not love. I saw a, um, a very funny picture of a young guy asking a question. Our parents are always comparing us to our friends. Why are they not comparing themselves to Dangote? I, I met a lady a lady, whose, whose husband's family made them feel like she was nothing. Hey. The lady came to me crying. She's dark in complexion. The husband family are very fair. Start having children and they were dark. That was where the attack started. That you have come to give birth to black people into the family, eh? And then we are well educated though. That time she just had O levels. After my conversation with her. I said, after oh, the color of the children, it's God that decides. But let's be better than them. Beat them. She's today a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Don't allow anyone to run you down and to break your confidence. Never. You know, sometimes you can be talked down upon. You can, people can just focus on what you don't do right than what you do right. And they will talk down upon it and talk about what they did right and what you did wrong. And then eventually, you know what happens? You lose your confidence. And once you lose your confidence, that is it. Can I tell you something? Don't say big things about you. Because we know you are a small boy. If you are doing big things, nobody will say it, we will see it. Won't we see it, we will see it. If you will be a great man in the future, let the girl decide. Don't tell the girl. Show you by your action. Listen, mere talk leads to poverty. Boys and girls who talk too much, they do little. Are you here with me? Young ladies, fall in love with men, of action as they are talking they are doing are you here fantastic now look at this one love is not proud love is not proud romans 12:3 for by the grace given to me i say to every one of you Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. When people flatter you, it is dangerous. But when you flatter yourself, it is more dangerous. I'm telling you, when you flatter yourself, it is more dangerous. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Pride is thinking of yourself more highly than you ought to, and thinking of others more lonely than you ought to. A woman you sleep with, you think of her more lonely than you ought to. Why are you with that woman? What even annoys me are men who have become so obsessed with themselves, their physique. They feel they are very handsome men who spend hours in front of the mirror Eh? polishing themselves oh yeah 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 i used to work with a pastor when we are going out there he has his perfumes his toothbrush his creams and everything in his briefcase whilst others are keeping bibles and ideas in the briefcase he has Hey, in his briefcase, it's like a woman's handbag. The only time he sees his briefcase was a sanitary pad. He would have qualified to be a, a woman. But you know, I later discovered that he was homosexual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you the truth. So, when you are dating a man who has full-made tendencies, be careful. Or no be chikratse sa oba or oba. now they say love is blind, love is never blind though, love sees papa what doesn't see is infatuation foolish love you are so obsessed with yourself I a man, do you know what baffles me when I see men using their pictures men who are married though, using their own pictures at their DP when their wives are alive <laughs> There are two reasons. Either you are so upset yourself or you are cheating on your wife and you don't want your girlfriend to know that you pamper your wife. Because you have said so many bad things about your wife to your girlfriend that you can't even celebrate your girlfriend. Um, um, you can't even celebrate your wife. because Your girlfriend will be watching. I know girlfriends who see that their boyfriends and wives are pregnant and they go angry. You are cheating on me. You see, it should tell you that these are mad girls. Very, very mad girls. I'm sure you don't have some in this church. I'm sure no girl is, is chasing a married man. Because you won't get some to marry you. You won't get some to marry. And if you get some to marry, five women at every time will be chasing your husband. Oh, seven, put seven. They will be chasing your husband. can see a man who can tell the wife do you know how many girls like me you married a madman oh yeah yeah. yeah. you married you I'm, I'm telling you you married a madman for your husband to be able to openly tell you do you know how many girls like me but why is it a plus if girls like you even women, even more men like you is because you are cheap oh, we used to have a sister uh, when we were growing up in fellowship the sister said hey, "Where is your permit Where is your permit this one says, this one said, I don't like them I don't love them, if you come between me and my God I would will, I will treat you like an enemy one day in a meeting where she was saying those things because we were all greenhorns and she was intimidating us you know, so one day I said sister you know are you aware that you are not the most beautiful sister in the fellowship? She was stunned. Look at me. Are the, most the most beautiful sisters are not getting proposals like this. I think that you are cheap. The men feel that you are cheap. They can all propose to you. Do you know how she died? That sister who said, if you come between me and God, I will treat you as an enemy. Do you know how she died? She died of HIV AIDS. That's why you say I'm afraid of people, I'm afraid of people who pretend they don't love. 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 Hey, me, don't talk to me about marriage. Though. I'm not thinking about it now. And you are a woman, 25. I'm not thinking about it now, sister. You are depressed with it. Ah, who doesn't want love? When I met mommy, 22, she was praying everywhere, sister spirit. But when I, when I proposed to her, hey. <laughs> Be up or no. Now, now oh, my, no more. Hey me, if you talk to me about love, that's what I would do to you, eh? That's what I would do to you, eh? The sister is trying to call your attention. That talk to her about love. No areas where people are weak is where they pretend to be strong. One day, a teacher beat me. The teacher was was very was the most wicked teacher in the house. He would, beat, he would beat every student rough rough. He beat me and got bruises over over my body. My father came to the school and my father said listen, do you know why you abuse these children like this? It's because you're a weak man at home. Any man that shows strength outside in the way you are showing it is weak at home. Through, true, true. Some few months later, the man's wife divorced him for being a hopeless man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All these very angry men around town, and all those—some yeah. so, some of them even show their power in church. When they are weak at home, that's where they go to church board meetings and try to prove the pastor that he is strong. Because you see, you feel guilty that a woman is has just messed up your life, and you can don't have a say in your house. So when you when you get that, you want to try. You want to try whether you are, you still have some power left. <laughs> so what you what you do outside all the shouting and all those things testing mic one two three <laughs> you are seeing whether <laughs> you have some power left I, I, are you here with me stop being arrogant stop being that man that wants to show and that woman you know you, know, you can find some women eh? some women very arrogant and their arrogance also comes from achievement they have achieved things more than their spouses, and therefore they don't submit to them, they don't respect them. One day, it will come crumbling on you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You see, intimidation does not last long. It will last only for a while, and the person you are intimidating, disrespecting, one day will vent out and will rebel. And what the person will do to you, oh, ha. <coughs> A woman married her subordinate in the office, because she, she wasn't getting noah was coming, so eventually married a subordinate in the office, and took her, boss, her boss's attitude home and was controlling the husband at home, like this thing, who asked him, "Go and drop my visitors." not even politely you." Like the same way they did in the office. The man was, hmm, no problems. Till the man became financially independent. What he did to the woman. In relationship, don't dig your own graves. It will come back to hunt you. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Respect people. Just respect people. And not people. It should come naturally with you if we're a Christian. you were are a Christian, it should come naturally with you. For those of you who are very close to me you know that i i don't build circles around me as a bishop there are no protocols around me but you see my key thing is that the key thing is that there is nobody who has disrespected me i am free i am there talking to everybody if you come do you know do you know where apart from my home the most enjoyable place i find myself is in my office because i can stay within that facility for months without going anywhere meeting those dynamic Loyal young staff in my office having conversations. Them, so, that I don't sit in my office, all. so that you come and see me. You come and see me when we were even in our former place where the reception was big. I had a chair at the reception so that I work from there and have conversations. At the fifth floor, there is one crowded office that's my favorite area. I go and sit down there, talk to you. Yesterday, 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 I was one of the staff. My lunch was ready. I said, Bring it there. Or sitting in front of them. If anybody came, we said, Bishop, when you do this, people will disrespect you. When you do this, people will disrespect you. I have tried it several times. I have never been disrespected. I have never been and but you see, there is so much joy in being you. In being you, let nothing change you. Let money don't allow money to change you. Don't allow promotion to change you. Don't allow anything to change you. Be the original person God created. It's your originality that is celebrated by everybody. Those who knew me as Brother Gideon, if they meet me today at Bishop City of Fair, they will know the same Brother Gideon is what I've met. I mean, from friends have come to book appointment to see me. And I've. I've, I've I was in the office so the book appointed so, uh, we grew up in Adaraka and I said, did they leave the phone number? I said, yeah, call them for me. They will come back and say oh, we felt that we have to come in how oh, you feel, you are the same I don't want to change I don't want anything to change me are you here with me? the same feel, mommy left, met me I'm the same person My jovial self, my everything the same. And the same, um, mommy's nickname, mommy's nickname, when was she was in school, it's was called Sister Yeh. Her name, her name is Yabua, so they just call her Sister Yeh. The same Sister Yeh, the same, the same. We are here. Nothing, prosperity has not changed that, nothing has changed that. my best sister used to have telepoint security company she and the husband when you go at that time we go to asylum um, down they used to control a whole street we saw their cars and their security cars and and all those things This study we are burying her she's going to six feet down the same way if a cleaner in the office also dies she also go to six feet in death is where you realize you are nobody, you are nothing. That's why we must all seek God and be humble. And take your humility everywhere. Not only in marriage. You will survive everywhere with humility. You will survive. And you know, if you are truly humble, you don't even know you are, you are humble. Others will tell you. You will hear people saying that I am a very humble person. They are not humble. Because they are conscious of what they are doing. If you try to be humble, you'll be conscious that you are being humble. But if it comes naturally with you, others will tell you. So finally, finally, last one for today. Love does not dishonor. Love does not dishonor. The people who truly love you will honor you. They will celebrate you. Married to mommy for 30 years. I've not even said stupid woman before. She said that to me. 30 years. We disagree. We have different opinions. The worst we can do is just walk off when there is tension. We just walk away till the tensions go down. You understand? But you are are courting somebody who is slapping you. he's telling you blame it on love what but damn get out of that relationship because a man's true character shows when you are fully married he will show you more i'm telling you any man who can insult you whilst you are cutting or can beat you whilst you are cutting i'm telling you don't marry that man don't marry listen they are very good guys Plenty of them. There are more good guys than bad ones. Don't be scared that if you lose that bad one, you won't get a good one. There are more good guys here in this church. I can see their faces. And only a few bad ones. Can I, can I hear the loudest shout of all the good guys? I told you. There are more good guys. There are more good guys. If we are a good guy and you're not married together, All the good guys who are not married and you are confident, get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Distinguished distinguished ladies. Here they are. We are relatively a very young church, but we are very, very, a lot, a lot are married. Now, you also know that verbal abuse sometimes can be so psychologically um, damaging on your confidence. So, a woman may not be able to hit you with a hand, but some words can hit you. Oh, I met a man who told me when my wife insults me, it, fo- it feels like the ground should open for me to be swallowed alive. Like, when she insults me, when I hear her insult, I want to die. And those insults they begin from worship. Oh, no, but she both brought <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. When, when that man sees her friends His friends are home That's where he wants to show them That he's, he's a powerful man And you disrespect your wife In front of your friends That is not love don't laugh mommy siblings cannot disrespect me because she honors me in their presence in the same way my siblings cannot disrespect mommy because I honor mommy in their presence all mommy's friends honor me all my friends honor mommy I mean my pastor friends when they come home when i'm having conferences and we are hosting like 10 pastors every day for one we were doing i plus they come with their guests and they are and they are they are PR groups and PAs and one pastor coming will come with like five people and that pastor will come with seven people Another pastor will come with two people Then one will finish the conference we all go home and it's happening every day and they see mommy not sitting down but going about serving every one of them and they're like hey Charlie if you go to places for some small boy pastors and their wives are sitting down and other look at, I said, yes. For my wife, for my wife, she says me and therefore myself, my friends. And you see, she becomes a crown at the gates of the elders for me. Yeah, yeah. We meet somewhere, we meet somewhere I have been around and somebody, hey Talititi, hi, your wife. And she's doing well, oh. And then somebody will say, "Charlie, I like that drink she does when we come to." I oh, really? was this wife, dear. Charlie, your wife, dear. The way she does things, the way she—oh, your wife. When we come and she's serving us, and then these great guys are talking about my wife. Do you know? That's what the Bible says: that for the virtuous woman, her husband is praised at the gate. Your wife must become your crown. Your husband must become your crown so women here i'm telling you you are great women you are pleasant women these principles i I'm teaching, add them to what you're already doing and it will help you it will help you to build a solid home and the men here you have heard the things i've shared you to add it to your life build a solid love life and you will enjoy it. listen the, the the thing you see god and the church jesus and the church is love life it's a love affair for god so loved the world that he gave and the Bible compares Jesus and the church to a husband and a wife. In fact, the rapture is marriage ceremony. is wedding. The whole thing about the Christian life is based on love. God himself loves love. Jesus, when he met Peter, said, do you love me? Asked him three times, do you, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? The Lord himself wanted assurances of love. Because Peter had just betrayed him and he was doubting. you here do you understand what I'm sharing with you we need every human being need those assurances of love and you need to commit to building solid and healthy love life it will make your life better there is nothing in this world that is so enjoyable than loving someone and the two of you spending your life together getting married and raising children and looking forward to raising your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren together Even if you live in a kiosk with a woman you genuinely love and a man who genuinely loves you, it is a better world than living in a mansion with somebody you don't love and somebody you dad loves you. Two enemies cannot spend the same all their life in one room. They cannot. Two enemies cannot. The last time my, my children were telling me that Oh, sometimes when our friends call us Oh, I'm in my daddy's room I'm in my mother's room When we go, they ask us Ah, your mom and dad, are they living separately? Why are they not living in the same room? And they tell way Those love birds, they are they, they have different rooms for different purposes They pray diff- at different times My dad studies at different times My mom has something doing and then, But we especially spend every time together in one room I' is with, with me till midnight or I'm with her till midnight. Uh, and it's 30 years, 30 years of marriage, because you know what? What you love, love is as strong as death. But if you genuinely love someone, nothing can separate you. Maybe tuwebi are woful, they't know I'm back and I i'm telling you the love no day you know day that's why small thing the woman they pack if they leave you, you go go look for this woman for everywhere you no know day you won't go off the woman no the day anywhere hey where, where why where she go now? there now then you are there and then she surfaces hey Mm-hmm. Although you will, it will Doha. Although, he's there with you. But let me tell you where the love is foolishness. Don't go and tell your wife that even if I beat you, stay because daddy says love stays around. Nonsense. I'm telling you, if a man even slaps you, talk to someone. Talk to someone. If he slaps you a second time, talk to the police. You should... Sl- yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, you, you meet a man who will tell who have the infantry and confidence to come and say that. Can you believe my wife reported me to the police? What did you do? Oh, we had a fat ass slap there. I said, and so her crime is bigger than your crime. Her crime is going be, I'm telling you, all the women here, write this down. If a man touches you, talk to someone. If he touches you a second time, talk to the police. But if the first touch is, is serious, go straight to the police. I'm telling you. Now, one way men dishonor women is that a man who is not married to you, who wants to sleep with you. is dishonor. It's the highest form of dishonor, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And you are also dishonoring yourself by offering your body, which should be offered as a living sacrifice to the Lord, by offering it to this guy who will not marry you. I saw a video of a guy um, kissing a girl. And then this man was passing. say, he said, hey, be future wife. I don't know how he saying. <laughs> Somebody's future wife mouth. Look at the way you are chewing it. I said, a man who is not married to you, sleeping with you, is dishonoring you. He doesn't respect you. If the man respects you, he will tell you, listen, I want to marry you before I touch you and if you honor yourself you will also do save ejama <laughs> mona doso ejama mona doso ejama inkwa ejama ejama wo bana nkasakura bema no so mpa wo be shatter e be twen adwa ba so ejama ejama kan kan outro and why you preach these things eh and young people feel you don't know our generation. Our hey, sin is sin in every generation. What is sin? Is sin. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Your generation is different from our generation. Your generation is different from our generation. Nonsense. keep. Yeah, more no movies, more no... yeah, 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 yeah. Brother and sisters. No, we were together all the time. We had no any social thing to do apart from we meeting, praying, and discussing and all those things. And who told you that we were not feeling for sex? We were, but we honored the Lord first and honored the sisters, honored <laughs> the sisters. You know they are stupid men who, when they meet their former girlfriends, they have slept with and they are married, they boast. Oh, He's chopping my, my leftover. He's chopping my leftover. You, you you see, you see, you should be ashamed that you ever did that. May the Lord deliver all of us. I thank God for the born again, spirits filled, tongue stalking believers here who have dedicated themselves serving the Lord. I also thank God that today you are making a decision that Lord, every dishonor I have caused anybody from now going, I'm going to honor myself and I'm going to honor the person I'm courting with, and there are some men who even dishonor their wives when their wives are not in the mood for sex. They sleep with them as if they are raping them. Oh yeah, yeah. and there's a law called marital rape. If, lana, if your husband is coming to sleep with you, and he asks it in crisis, don't allow. Era me hiyo. Unyayo me say me hiyo say berima hiyo ne yere. Inkra Era era abraham fro. E ye trotro. We ye trotro. Nonsense. God bless you. Thank you for coming to church. Lift up your voice and pray for your love life. Just lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord.